song that is uh i recognize it but boom boom pow yeah you know why i did that one because our guest today powell powell mansfield boom boom powell mansfield comedian uh karaoke extraordinaire dog mascot dog mascot to the stars <laughs> uh this guy survivor, does it all survivor expert mary kate and ashley enthusiast yeah super fan he's a super fan of a lot of stuff we get into that absolutely it's a it's a very fun conversation. One of those that just felt like an effortless conversation that was very fun. We had, y'all have comedy. We're all friends. Y'all have comedy in common. We, me and Powell, have karaoke in common. Yeah, we had just a lot to talk about. It was very very fun. Very fun. Y'all are gonna love it. Um, but before we get into that, I'll read our advertisement for the day, please. So we didn't have one last week. I know. So this one better be great. Yeah, we were hurting financially after last week. So we yeah, I know. It. Yeah, I know. And last week's episode was so popular; it's really a missed opportunity for a brand. Hundo P. Hundo P. Do you love to sing early two thousands rock hits with your boys? Introducing Acapellas, an acapella group for dudes only. Sorry, ladies. Acapellas is a dudes only group because we like our masculinity like we like our Britney Spears songs. Toxic. <laughs> Please come over. <laughs> Please come over and scream, sing, Puddle of Mud's Blurry with me. Maybe we can sing Chop Suey and put our fists through my parents' drywall. If we have a couple of wine coolers, maybe we can even sing Paralyzer by Finger Eleven, if your mom says it's okay. This isn't a company so much as an honest plea for community, a community of bros who like to sing sick tunes and refuse to work on themselves. (laughs) Who needs therapy when you've got your acafellas? Sounds pretty sick. Sounds awesome. Thank you to Acafellas. Do you know all those songs? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, most of them. I know Puddle of Mud. I know, of course, Paralyzer by Finger Eleven. I think that was probably my ringtone at some point. Was it? Probably. I heard that again last week, this past weekend for the first time, and I was in the mountains with, you know, 10 white guys, and uh-huh. everyone just, like, shut down what we were doing. Like, oh, I used to love that song. Oh, I remember this. Yeah, that was... what When... What stage of our lives was that out? That was probably oh four. I feel like it was more recent than that. Was it? Maybe not. I guess it was. 12. I think it was a high school song. Yeah, yeah, it's a great one. I, don't I hope. Know. I hope that those guys are doing okay. <laughs> no way, they're all alive. Yeah, probably not. What What is the band called again? Finger Eleven. Yeah, Finger Eleven. Yeah, they they had no other songs, right? They had a few. They had some some popped. Hold some on, ones what? that popped. Two thousand seven, it came out. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, I was right. You were right. Yeah, I knew it was not that you're bad a big, to still be listening. You're a big Finger 11 head. I still got it on some playlists. As you should. Yeah. <laughs> uh, last last episode yeah. was the joke brainstorming episode. Yes. We got some great feedback. People seem to like it a lot. I was really happy with 
what everybody said. Uh, there was one comment that I would love to read. <laughs> the dude who just did the quick summary saying he really liked Blake. Yeah, where yeah, did yeah. that go? Let me see if I can find it. Oh, yeah. He just messaged us and said, I thought dead animals from Homeward Bound, motorboating an octopus, white hibachi chef, and sexist cornhole were great. <laughs> what an insane out of Which context. Which is just such a funny message <laughs> yeah. to get. Like, ah. yeah, I'm glad he sent that to the right person. Yeah. Yes. And not only did we have a great time doing that, yeah. um, Andrew said he was going to try one of the bits on stage, and he did. Oh, yeah. The night we recorded last week. Yeah, it's definitely not done yet, but I promised that I would share it with you guys if I did it on stage. And he did. It was the one about the guy stalking his family and threatening to kill them. Mm-hmm. Very funny. <laughs> and how, how do you think the bit did? Uh, it's going well enough that I'm going to keep working on it. Okay. But it's definitely not done. It made the cut. It's first, one of the first times I've ever shared a joke that's not done, other but than with audiences all the time. Everyone live. knows. If they listen, they know the real us. Yeah. Well, I'll play it right now if you want. All right, let's listen to it. Okay. This is the first time I've heard it as well. Here's my version from January 25th, 2022. I was, gonna, I was thinking today, uh, when I was in high school, um, a guy called, for those of you who don't know, my dad's like a pastor in a, a big church. And... <laughs> A guy called our house, or the church office and said he was going to kill our family because um, he just wanted to let us know. <laughs> I'm going to kill them, which is a weird thing for a murderer to do. He's like, well, I better call the dad's work first <laughs> so that they can be prepared when I get there because I might be a murderer, but I'm not without honor. It's... <laughs> He said, he said, I'm going to kill Andy Stanley's family. And the reason was because in one of my dad's sermons, he said something that made this guy's wife leave him. Uh, but I have a feeling there might have been some other stuff going on. <laughs> Prior to that. Uh, to be fair, my dad's sermon that week was about how if your husband's first reaction to conflict is to threaten to kill someone's family... <laughs> Then you should probably take the kids and get out of there. Uh, and she did. And it's our fault. Uh, so my dad just came home from work one day and was like, hey, everybody, huddle up. Uh, I got some pretty bad news. A guy has said he's going to kill our family. Um, does anyone have any ideas about what we should do? And I was like, I'll go get my paintball gun. Will that help? And he's just like, I don't think we're going to need any guns. And I was like, when will we need guns if not now? <laughs> a guy has said he's going to kill our family. <laughs> and so we didn't do that. We didn't. I was like, we should get landmines. I don't know. <laughs> Something. We didn't get any weapons. Uh, what we, all we did is we got a picture of the guy, and we kept it in the kitchen drawer in case he showed up. <laughs> We'd just be like, this is you. And he'd be like, yep. <laughs> we identified him first before he... And now my family will come back. <laughs> so at school before... Uh, they caught him, I guess. I don't know, actually. We, they told us they arrested him, but it was years ago. He's probably out now. He could be here. <laughs> Seems like the part of, the Georgia, part of Georgia you moved to if you... <laughs> get out of prison for threatening to kill a pastor's family. Um, sorry, you guys live here. Actually. But that week at school, I was feeling kind of cool. You know, someone threatened to kill me. That's None of my friends have that. 
you know, and I told I was bragging to all my friends. I was, I was waiting for my opportunity, you know. I was like, uh, how was y'all's weekend? And they were like, oh, it's good. We went to the football game. And they were like, Andrew, how was your weekend? I was like, ah, no big deal. Someone trying to kill us. <laughs> but we got it under control. You know, we got a picture of them. So... That was it. Yeah, really uh, fizzled out there at the end, huh? Yeah, not a great ending there. Uh, so that we're working on that, figuring out a <laughs> way to so good. bring That's, it back. I mean, that was cool for me to hear. I was working on it, talking about it last week, and then hearing you do it, people reacting well to it. We did it. So you got to record it and listen to it and decide what to keep and what to get rid of. I'm a little worried this has to become a regular thing now. I know. It's so helpful. And I think we can get other comedians in here, hear some of their ideas, get their feedback on our ideas. I know, because you're not getting anything from me. Yeah, because you helped. I mean, <laughs> I basically just did the same version as we talked about. I know, pretty much. Uh, it was very good. Cool. But it's helpful. Helpful to talk about. Right, so so yeah, we're going to keep doing some of those. Love it. Down okay. the road. I'm gonna, it's going to make me write more, too. Yeah. So. Well, um, how, how have you been, Aaron? What's your week been like? I'm good. I was trapped in Dallas because there's a snowstorm. Yeah. Uh, but I was in a super nice hotel, so... I was there an extra day and a half. Trapped in luxury. Not on my dime. Great. I had multiple Negronis every night. Yeah. Yeah, you have a new infatuation. Yeah. <laughs> Our whole crew, we we all, I don't know, for whatever reason, I mean, I know why, they're great, but we all kept having Negronis, and I would refer to it as being in, I'd have one and say, oh, I'm in the groan zone. <laughs> and even like halfway through our shoot days, I'd be like, I'm ready to get in the groan zone. And Everyone hated it. No one they were like, please stop saying this. No one likes this. It's a please little uncomfortable. Um, but I think it. I think it's got legs. I think that uh, a lot of people are going to latch on to the grown zone, and that's going to become a thing that the whole Negroni community has to start navigating. <laughs> Absolutely, you you got to adapt or die, fam. Yeah, you're you know you're getting um, a lot of use out of this podcast. You know, you're workshopping your jokes, you can better your career. Mm -hmm. I just want Grown Zone to take off. Yeah, let's just get hashtag Grown Zone going. So get some Negronis, get, tag me in it. Get some, what are the three ingredients? It's gin, uh, Campari, and sweet vermouth. That's it. Equal parts. Yep. And then that's how you get in the Grown Zone. Get in the Grown Zone. The little, uh, uh, what's it called when, in a excess, what is it called when you put a little thing in it? A garnish. garnish a garnish, garnish. of orange. We don't need all that. But yeah, you want to. If you want to get in the grown zone properly, you're gonna yeah. want a garnish of orange. Get in the zone, grown zone, grown zone. <laughs> Doesn't really work syllables wise. You gotta but go still. grown, grown zone. That. Yeah, there good you job. Go. Yeah, see, I can do songs. You can. Yeah, you're so talented. Wow, I'm good at syllables. So get in the grown zone. Tag me in it. Let's make it a thing, fam. Yeah, toast it up. Where about you? You were out of the out of the country. I had because, a. You know the the thing I do where I abbreviate words to be stupid a lot. I do know that. I almost abbreviated. You were out of the country. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> uh, oh, you know, it's, that uh, was almost real bad. Okay, we would have had to use our editing skills. Okay, go ahead. You were but out of the country. Yes, I was, and I'm back in the country, thankfully. Uh, but actually, not. It was like the most luxurious comedy experience I've ever had. I was in Cabo. Doing a show. Rich. It was awesome. Um, and it was the nicest hotel I've ever been at. And it was just felt like I wasn't a real comedian because everything was too nice. And didn't you like do the show night one and then just hang out? Um, well, here's what happened. I did the show the first night and it went so well. They're like, would you like to be involved more? And I was like, yeah, y'all are letting me stay at this resort for three nights. So the least I can do is five more minutes on the third <laughs> night. Yeah. Uh, so I did do that. Um, but it was funny because I was there for like three nights. But the night before, I was just performing at the Laughing Skull. 
And so I got on stage in Cabo in this amazing outdoor tent where I could see the ocean. And it was just like, yeah, last night my show was in the back room of a burger restaurant yeah. in Atlanta. And now today I, you know, I ate tacos while watching a whale. Dang. Pretty good time. Pretty cool. But I did have some bad moments while I was there. I uh, We went into like the town of Cabo, I guess it's what it's called. Yeah, Cabo San Lucas. Yeah, and I really wanted to get some Cuban cigars to bring home. Because you can't buy them here. Yeah, well, that's Mexico and Cuba is different. Did you know that? I, you know I that? learned that. It's a little racist. I said, do you guys know where any of the Cubans are? And they said they're across the ocean. <laughs> um, no, I know that, but you can still buy you, just, ha, you can buy Cuban cigars in other countries. You can't buy them in the United States, the Estados Unidos. Yeah, thanks, Biden. Uh, yeah, thanks a lot. You know, <laughs> For a while, they looked like they were working it out with Cuba, but I don't think things are going well anymore. The vibes are off. The vibes are off. Yeah, <laughs> I thought we were going to get to go see all the old cars and stuff, do some trips. Yeah, they used to call them sanctions, but I think now it's just the vibes are off. The vibes are off. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that that's uh, what Biden was saying. Yeah, that's he's what he, cool. That's what he tried to say. Yeah, he's he's old as hell, but he gets it. He well, says listen, vibes. The vibes are off. <laughs> he's not southern. Come on, man. The vibes. That are sounded off. pretty good. Didn't that it? was good. Uh, come on, man. Say the vibes are off. The vibes are off, man. <laughs> <laughs> not bad. They are though. Um, and so I went, I made, I made a huge mistake. I did, I totally failed in my goal of becoming more assertive. I was walking, my mom was, I was with my mom. My mom uh, and dad were also on this trip. It was mostly nepotism that got me to Cabo to do stand up. Well, that's your whole career. Yeah, well, pretty much. This is the only thing I do that they don't have any power over. Right. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, also, hi, mom, <laughs> who listens. Um, but I was like, I'm going to go buy some cigars. She doesn't love that I smoke cigars, which, you know, most moms don't. I get that. Um, and, but she was like, okay, I'll go with you. And I was like, okay. And so I saw a place that said cigars. So I went over there and there's no one standing by the place. And then a guy from a few doors down says, you want cigars? Come with me. And I said, okay. And he took me into a jewelry store, red flag. Uh, he's got some hostile vibes to it. But in the back of the jewelry store, they had all this whole case of cigars and he pulled one out and he was like, look, it's real. Smell it. And I was like, oh, I wasn't even going to ask if they were real. But it was like, it smelled good. And then I was like, all right, I want those pack of five Cohibas. And he was like, okay. And it was like $100. And so I just bought them. And then I got back to my hotel and I Googled how to tell if Cohibas are real or not. And like the first thing immediately ruled them out as being real. What was it? And then I what opened like a uh, it's there's a little holographic thing on the wrapper, oh. and a lot of the fake ones don't have the holographic. And, and I should know that I've had them many times, but I panicked in the moment. I was just like new with this guy, of course. And I was just like, oh yeah, that's what I want. Here's the money. Thank you. And I didn't do the try not to get taken advantage of by locals. You know, I had to, and I was with my mom and buying cigars. She doesn't like. It. I was already thrown off. Uh, so then I was like, well, maybe they'll still be good, though. They won't be Cohibas. But, and then I got home, and I opened them, and they smell like trash. <laughs> really? They don't even smell like stale cigars. They just smelled like garbage. Oh, no. So I threw them away immediately. Lost, lost easily $100. You're stimulating the econ- economy, you know? You know, I felt like I just gave money to a person who needed it. He just needs it more than you, probably. But he's also a huge liar. That's true. So He should be in jail. He doesn't deserve... Any quality of life, in no. my opinion. If you lie to me once, no. I hope you live in poverty. Cause that, wow. Yeah. I think that. If like people break into my car, steal, I don't know, something, I'll be like, they, they, they probably be. have a worse situation than me. Yeah. But then I'll flip to like, I hope they die. 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's a whole, you know, you've experienced a lot of different emotions when you're taken advantage of. That's true. Yeah. For if you get Stockholm syndrome, you're just like, oh, I'm on, you know what? They did the right th- thing. I don't think that's what that is. That's when you're captured. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kidnapped. That, we never got to that, thankfully. <laughs> yeah. I never had the... You didn't get locked up abroad. Yeah, that's true. Um, but the other thing we did, sorry, I'm taking up a lot of the time. Uh, one of the reasons I was really glad we weren't in the United States, we went ATVing. Oh. And boy, do they let you do some crazy stuff when you're not in a country that's super litigious. What happened? Like we it's, signed it's, up for it's this. ATV. ATVing. Uh-huh. Uh, and basically we went with a group. There was like probably 30 of us from our group that went ATVing and it's this place that does it and they have all these trails, but like, you don't have to really sign anything. There's no like waivers. And then they just put you on these amazing ATVs and go through these crazy trails. Like it's, it's like so jung- da- jungle type it, stuff. Um, it's near the ocean. So it's kind of like trails with like brush all around, like above to where like you're almost in like a maze, but it's like a, you know, lots of hills and yeah. tight turns and stuff. And then next thing you know, you're just on the beach and you're just riding them down the beach. We're going like 65 miles an hour just on the beach. Not like a trail on the beach, just like a beach with people. There's just like so few rules. Whoa. We're just going through these trails like 65 miles an hour. And it was like the most fun thing I've ever done, like excursion wise. Yeah, yeah. It beats zip lining. It beats catamarans. Like it was the most excursion, fun. Excursion, if you don't know, that's when you're at a resort. It's and when you're... They try to get... <laughs> it's when you talk to the concierge. And ask what your options for entertainment are for the week. Yeah, and they try to make boring Americans feel like they're being adventurous, so they call them excursions. Yeah, (laughs) it's an adventure that's very standardized. Yep. Yeah, but this felt like a real excursion, Aaron. That's very cool. Yeah, so that was fun. Good for you. Yeah, got very filthy from all the dust, but other than that, it was great. Well, that's, that's, that's worth you losing money on trash cigars. Yeah, I got to go ATVing for free, so. Huge. Evens out in the end. All right, we need to shut up. All right, that's enough of us. That's 18 minutes of an intro. Sorry, <laughs> that was mostly me. For all the, the Powell super fans, I'm sorry we're getting to it right now. Uh, you're going to love him. He's a comedian. He's a karaoke legend. He's everything you've ever wanted in a man. Please enjoy this conversation with Powell Mansfield. Boom, boom, Powell. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the pod, Powell Mansfield. How are you? Oh, boy. I'm excited to be here. Are you? Yeah. Yep. I've had about half of a Trent Ice coffee, so anything can happen. That is the biggest <laughs> container of coffee I think I've ever seen. It's a, it's a big trough in cup form. Did you say Trente? Trenta. 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 Is that bigger than Venti? Yeah, it's bigger than Venti. And when I walk in, they say, Trenta or Venti today, Powell? And I say, we're going Trenta today. And sometimes I get a shot of espresso in it. Whoa. And that's when they go, no, I'm going really crazy. Here's something I'm not proud of. I only order Grande because it's the only one I'm confident pronouncing. (laughs) No. (laughs) It's true. I swear that's true. You could say tall. Mm, Tall It's too small. small. I need more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't say Venti? But it's like venti sometimes. Nope, it's not. That's venti? Cr- venti, that's what I say. Com- you just go confident, and they're not going to correct you. They probably don't even know how to say it. I oh. am not confident saying trente. Trenta. Trenta, see? It see? Sounds like it, a gr- what I'm saying. But they know what you mean. If they're not going to put the effort into getting your name right, you shouldn't have to put the effort in getting wow. the order right. I get Amen. that. That's why I only order spaghetti and meatballs <laughs> at, at a Because <laughs> I'm like, is it bolognese? How do you say that? Is it bolognese? 
bolognese. I think so. That's what it is. I, I just, I'm not confident. Can't do it. So you just order, you don't say what sounds good to eat. You say, <laughs> what can I pronounce? And 100%. it affects your order. 100%. Wow. Well, yeah. at least you know what you want. That's true. And do you even want it though? That's the question. No. Yeah. <laughs> Um, why have you not started a podcast? I want to get to the bottom oh of this. God. We talk about it all the time. We talk about it all you've the had, time. You've had a lot of great names. <laughs> yeah. You know, sometimes like a funny phrase comes up and people are like, that was what they called me in high school or something. Powell's always, that's it. That's my podcast name of my podcast. Title. And it's usually perfect. Yeah. That I've could, got a long list of names. That could be the whole podcast is coming up with podcast names. Every week it's a different name. So it's impossible to find it. And, yeah. you, <laughs> and then every week it changes. I do have enough titles for probably about three years of a weekly podcast. You release it as a different podcast, and <laughs> yep. people just have to hunt it down. Yep, indeed, make them make them hunt for it. What is the holdup? The holdup is well, I'm just not totally excited about a name. Then I get not I get nervous about the the technology of it all. Yeah, and it's hard. Like you really got to commit, and I don't want to start a social media account for it. I barely have a, a whisper of a following myself, so I'm not going to start a following. For my podcast, it's a lot of things, but I think I have the idea <laughs> finally. And I've said this a lot of times. Secret, Can you announce it? Idea? Can you announce it right now? Um, actually, yeah. <laughs> let's say and see if people like it. Or it's, brainstorm. We're, gonna, we're just brainstorming. Yeah, brainstorming. This is our it. folks. We learned last week love to give us feedback. Oh, so good. you'll get some feedback. <laughs> okay. Well, here we go. I'm not nervous about it at all. It's going to be called a pleasure to have in class, and <laughs> <laughs> and because there's this running joke that a lot of like little gay gay boys were always on the report card. They would just call it a pleasure to have in class because mm-hmm. we're delights and we're so fun. And I was best friends with all my teachers, except for Miss Creel in second grade. And she knows why. I don't think she's alive anymore. But um, Did you have anything to do with it? <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny. Um, but anyway, so I want it to be called a pleasure to have in class. I already have the photo shoot in mind. And then we just, that's kind of the jumping off point with my guests. We talk about what they were like in school. And then I always get to remind people that I was homecoming king. That's the best part. Yeah, because it'll come up every episode, probably. That's great. Yeah, so that's what I'm thinking of right now. The podcast covers just me at a little desk with the chalkboard behind me. You know, yeah, yeah. school just, vibes, just being yeah. a pleasure to have in class. Pleasure to have in class, and then that can go either way. You know, pl- <laughs> like I don't know. Anyway, that's that's, that's the one so far. Andrew, were you homecoming king? Because we were. Um, oh, I, I was not invited to the homecoming court when I was in high school, but it's because I was so new. So you weren't even in the top five. I was just really new. To the school, so it would have been, you know, at ninth grade. Is that when you started? Yeah, that's when I started school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't. A lot of the people that made it, you know, they had all this background of relationship building throughout middle school. Right, they, they right. Started, they could start campaigning in fifth grade for sure. And I was so late to the party, I just didn't stand a chance. For people sure. didn't. Did people campaign at your school? We mm, we didn't do that. Not officially. I mean, I did it secretly without anybody knowing. Like, you know what I was? I was a pleasure to have in class, and that's why people voted me. That makes sense. Because I was makes so sense. Yeah. cool. No, but it was an uphill battle. I didn't really have any friends till about 10th grade. Well, if any of my friends from 6th through 8th grade are listening, <laughs> we just, there, was few, there are a few of them. Did, were there a lot of people that <laughs> thought they were your friend? No, maybe. I don't know. Um, let me know if you were. No, no, no. I was just, I was very quiet till like 10th grade. When I, I just I was too, yeah. Yeah, I really didn't say a word in sixth, seventh, and barely eighth grade. Very quiet little boy. And then what made you blossom? Theater. I started mm. doing theater. And then my friends were two years older than me, sophomore year. And we were all in Godspell. And well, he's not gonna listen to this. The guy I was in love with played Jesus. So I found I fell in love with Jesus sophomore year. 
<laughs> there you go. And there. then then he graduated. Yep. Then he graduated. Now he's a big time agent at William Morris. Oh, really? Yep. Are y'all still in contact? That's good. Barely. No. Was he a gay man? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. People do always have to ask that because I do frequently fall in love with straight men and sometimes vice versa. They find me first sometimes. Whoa. Yeah. You know, so mostly a curse. I was going to say a blessing and a curse. It's not a great thing to have happen <laughs> yeah, yeah. a lot. It's more challenging to make someone fall in love with you. That's, you know, never even considered that. Exactly. Before. But then I love a challenge. There you go. So. <laughs> a project. Yeah, project. I can fix them. Uh-huh. Uh, cha- yeah. Or change them. Change them. Yeah. Change them and fix them. <laughs> That's unhealthy. I would never want to change somebody. So they <laughs> should right. stop texting me. They did. <laughs> <laughs> um, who were, uh, was your opponent in Homecoming King? Yeah, who's the rival? Oh, I know exactly who it was. He ended up getting second place, which was kind of an upset. People were shocked. They that. thought he was going to win? Yeah, because he had just gotten everything up until then. He was, was he like, the quarterback? Was it yes. that kind of vibe? Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know what position he was, but he was one of the captains. <laughs> Again, I don't care. <laughs> Who cares? I didn't even go to my 10-year reunion. Um, he did text me asking me to attend, though. Oh, that's nice. Well, I think they just wanted me to help promote it because, you know, at the end of the day. Clout. Yeah. Graduated being pretty popular. That's true. Um, but, yeah, so he was ended up being the prince. I hate that they called it that. That's what prince? second place was the yeah prince? homecoming prince. Oh, that's <laughs> he was the prince to my king. Was then as like the jester and the peasant. Oh god, yeah, I guess because there were five of us on the thing, and um, yeah, so, haha. I well, but then I shouldn't even brag. The crown is from Party City. Yeah. The queen got like a one from like Tiffany or something. I think. What really? Well, maybe not that, but it was nicer than Party City. Did you get to keep your crown? Party yeah, I still City got crown? it in my bedroom. Sick. There I, you go. I got a sword with a Bible verse. Oh on it. wow! And it's still yeah. in my house from Shiloh High School. No, so oh, you to, changed. Yeah, I went to Christian school the last three years. Oh, okay. It'd be okay. weird if you were not at a Christian school and they gave you a sword with a say. Bible verse on it. Why that, a sword? A real one? A the one that you have You're now? A king. The one you have now? It's not the one you have now. The sword that you have. I've got, well, I've got several swords. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You do have a lot of swords. Swords, actually. katanas, sabers. I just got no them guns. All. You lost yours. We learned last oh, week. Geez. Did you know that Aaron? No. Was moving from college. His dad. He, why do I am I telling you? <laughs> I'm here. Dude. Just want to let you know I listened to you. <laughs> uh, yeah, my uh, when I moved down to college, my dad gave me a gun that I a non consensual gun. He just gave me a gun. Love that. And that's then, a good title. Two years later. You know, after graduating, I moved back and I lost the gun. I have no idea where that gun or is. Or maybe someone took it. People steal guns a lot. See, that's what I'm saying. I did. It's not my fault. For all kinds I'm of a stuff. victim here. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And right. it's probably for the best. I don't know. My dad has had many a gun stolen. Yeah. Stolen? Uh-huh. Yeah. From the one, one time when I was in like middle school or something, somebody was working on our yard and they took the guns out of the truck. The truck was unlocked and the guns I think were pretty visible. So, you know. Whose fault is that? Yeah, that's true. I know. He was really upset, and I was like, I think it's okay. still the gun thief's fault. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you're right. You're In right. You're opinion. right. Yes. The moral clarity okay, here. Cop. Yeah. I think if you're driving with a gun, it has to be visible if you don't have a concealed carry. Oh, yeah. There's a rule. There's some rule. Who knows? I don't know. I think there's a rule that if you have a gun and you want to take it somewhere, but you don't have a concealed carry, it has to be visible. I mean, I mean, it makes sense. But then if you're going in the grocery store, you wouldn't want to just leave your gun in the back seat. Or take it in with you when it's visible. That wouldn't or go well. Or take it invisibly. <laughs> yeah. No. Not. Not. No. Thank you. No. Were but, you? Were you? Was your dad a hunter? Oh yes. I would go hunting with him sometimes. There was like a span of two to three years, but it was when I, Survivor had first started. So I would pretend I was on Survivor. That makes and sense. And we would have to walk to the deer blind a really far distance because you couldn't be loud with your car. So we would walk, and I would go, and I would pretend we were walking to tribal council. <laughs> 
Did you, have, did you get a torch? Um, well, there was a hiking stick that our neighbor at the farm gave us. And so, yeah, I would pretend that was my torch. And it was taller than me. It re- listen, my imagination has always been strong. I love that. You're, wait- <laughs> you're, you're waiting for deer to come out, and it's so quiet. And you're like, in this game, fire represents life. <laughs> yeah, oh, shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just singing the hey, hey, oh, If I had an iPod then and the theme song in my ear, whoof, unstoppable. And your dad had no idea that this was going on. He was like, he was like, finally, he's changing. He loves hunting. My son is really into hunting now. God, he's finally turned a corner. Nope, (laughs) jokes on you. One of the, I feel like there's only been ten times that someone has broken me, and I've laughed like uncontrollably, Mm. like truly uncontrollably. Yeah. One of which was, you would appreciate this. Not many people would. Okay. It was just a reference that someone said so confidently that mm-hmm. no one else got, but I did. Uh, it was like a backyard fire pit. And my friend Adam like tripped and sort of fell towards the fire. And he was like, oh, I almost pulled a Steven from season three of Survivor. Oh, <laughs> he needs Michael from season two, but yes. Whatever. <laughs> he might have, he said it correctly. Whatever. Okay. It was. Such and an it, inside joke. That and it was like funny. five years ago. Yeah. It, <laughs> That's great. It just got me for some reason. That was good. Yeah. I love that I still remember the name and the yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. He was on a, you know, he's in jail for um, child pornography. Really? Yeah. Michael? Michael? Uh-huh. The fi- who fell on the fire? fire? Yeah. Wow. I don't feel bad for him at all anymore. Wasn't the dude who won the first one too, Richard Hatch? What Richard did he do? Hatch, he's gone to jail. Um, I don't know what he did. Uh, for kid stuff or for no, no, money no, stuff? No, I don't think. I think it was some kind of fraud. Fraud, okay. I think. Uh, less bad. Less bad. Less bad, but right? officially less bad. Still culpable. Yeah. Glad, yeah. I'm glad that guy didn't fall in the fire, but I'm glad he's still being held accountable for what he did Exactly. Do. And it's not... Well, no. The gay, <laughs> I, I like that the gay one went to jail for fraud and the straight one went for the trap because people always accuse gay people right, right. Of, of being right. bad a slippery slope way. yeah a man married man again married dog <laughs> yeah and then yeah. next thing you know they're gonna want to marry your kids <laughs> <laughs> i do not want to marry anybody's well i guess technically i do but not at that age yeah, yeah. they would be somebody's child that's you know yeah. they'll have parents right. is what i mean right right <laughs> or they would have did at some point was your was your dad bummed that you weren't a hunter? Because mine still is. Um, he I mean, I'm sure so he. Hard. I'm sure he was out loud. Actually, probably not though, because he's very impatient, and uh, I think he just wanted to deal with it himself. Like he just wanted to do it himself. My brother, no, though, now kind of likes hunting enough for the both of us. Oh, that's my good. brother. Very like my dad doesn't even really hunt anymore. My brother though, kills deer very often. <laughs> I get that. And they, I have had. Have y'all had venison before? I have had venison. Yeah, it's good. I haven't had it in a long time. It's delightful. I like it yeah. a lot. I have skinned quail, though. Yeah? Now I'm remembering that. Yeah, this was like towards the end of my hunting career. I was like 12, and we would go quail hunting at our farm, and then somebody had to skin the quail, and I don't know why I volunteered, but I did, and I can still feel it in my hands. Oh. You like open them to get the meat. Yeah, yeah. and it's such, a little, it's such a little amount of meat in I each know, one. So too. there were a lot of them. Yeah. But did you know this? I hope my brother is not listening because I don't know if he knows. I'm sure he does. But we would have to go buy the quail from a breeder the day of. And then my dad would sneak out and put them out. And then, because there weren't going to be a lot of quail there anyway. So, But my brother didn't know. So one time I went with my dad to put them out. And he was like, don't tell your brother that we just purchased these. And we're about to... <laughs> Isn't no, that yeah. so? Those quail are probably it's it's it like sucks. it's like they're adopting like, a dog from the you know the pound, and they're like I'm free. And then shooting, I, I found my forever home. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. It's well, like for a couple hours they did. It's like redneck Christmas. Yeah, like Santa Claus. God. Like we're putting out the presents, but don't tell. Don't tell <laughs> your brother's not old enough to know that these quails are store bought. Yup. 
It was, and it was a business. Yeah, we'd get them on the way to the farm. Oh, mm-hmm. have you ever seen a deer getting skinned? Yeah, unfortunately, I have a vivid memory. That was one where I was like, I'm good on this. And forever. I took no, a thanks. picture of it with my digital camera. I had a weird, I would think I was just bored, and that's all I had to do. Yeah. So I just invested in myself. But yep, I remember that vividly. They cut, you cut the penis off first. Oh, I don't remember that part. I don't think that's, either, that's either a rule or just that's what my dad did. That was your <laughs> or they just got some pleasure out of it. That was his move. Well, you got to cut that off so you don't. So you're not tempted. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Yep. I think it's because it was like a little just reflexes might just squirt a little bit. You know what I mean? Was it? Is it <laughs> something about like the hormones getting in the meat and making it taste weird? I couldn't know less about this. Yeah. Other than the things I saw. Here's here's, you, here's you just my, the facts. I don't know the reasoning. Yeah. You got to cut off the penis because. All the testosterone spoils the meat if left Is unattended. Tr- roll tight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that checks out. And then, yeah, but you hang it up by the feet, you cut off the penis, and then you cut it down the middle. Yeah. And you just see the skin open up. And I remember seeing that and I was like, I will never yeah. ever do this. They did that on yellow jackets. Yeah. And then they with a deer or a person. No spoilers, but uh both. But it, it's not a spoiler because it's like I think it's in the trailer. Yeah. It's but yeah. Oh, everybody! I really recommend it, though. Oh. Aren't you glad we don't have to do that every time we want to eat meat? I know. I just go buy chicken nuggets at the Publix. Yeah, somebody else does. <laughs> or all Kroger. That, stuff. that checks out. Don't even have to know about it. I um, know. Can I? I mean, a constant theme of my life, as you all both know, mm-hmm. and the podcast, is my love of scary movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, have you heard of Bone Tomahawk? I've seen it. Oh my gosh! I know exactly <laughs> what you're yeah, talking we're, about. We have to talk oh, about it. Yeah. Golly, it's a great movie. It's a yeah, good movie. It's a good movie, but it, yeah, it's Kurt Russell, right? It's Kurt Russell, yeah. Patrick Ooh. Wilson, Matthew Fox, Richard David Arquette. Yeah, That's it's a really great cast. It's, it's a great cast, but it is it's a western, gruesome. Ooh. And there is a, uh, it found it feels like kind of racist to say it. There's a tribe of savages, is what they call them. Ooh. Yeah, um, but they're like not even human, which yeah, makes it sound even more. Racist. It's like a mm. like a cult. Like they have like horns coming out of their face. Like, oh golly, like really scary. Okay, e- evil, evil. Yeah. When when did this come out? More like they're like phantoms. Five years ago. Yeah. But there is a scene. Oh, it's recent. There is a scene that uh, it it's, it'll stick with you. Yeah, I don't even want to describe it. Can I describe it real quick? Yeah, no, I would like in, I would like you to. I'm not going to go into detail, but okay. Powell, you would. I mean, we're we're talking about it. We're so yeah, close we're to in it at this point. About this. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The the some of the good guys. This is a little bit of a spoiler, but you should probably know this going into it. Honestly, mm. uh, some people are like in cages, sort of in a cave. And so they can see this, but they can't help. Uh, and one of their friends, I think. Yeah, not all the good guys make it, believe it or not, in the movie Bone Tomahawk. <laughs> <laughs> also horror, you know, aspects, it happens. Uh, they have two guys hold one leg, another guy hold another leg upside down. Yeah. And a guy with like a machete, mm-hmm. or it's a bone tomahawk, I guess. A bone tomahawk <laughs> right to the groin. Right to the middle. Oh, and then they pull, person, they pull and him then apart. they pull them apart oh, by their legs. Like a wishbone. While they're still alive. To eat them. No, just to uh, kill did them. they eat them? Ah, uh, probably not. No, I guess they didn't no. need to. Probably, I don't know. But I think about that a lot, and we just it we just unlocked that I traumatic memory. It. It's one of those things where you're like, I wonder what the worst way to die would be, and then you see that, and you're like, well, at least I don't have to wonder anymore. Yeah, I wouldn't even think about yeah. that. No, well, who no, who someone to. had to come up with that in their brain? Yeah, to make the movie. Kurt Russell probably probably that weirdo mm. that freak yeah, yeah golly that, yeah <laughs> all right we should move on yeah, yeah I'm gonna take a pretty different from his role in Miracle <laughs> <laughs> wow that's a good point I didn't know he could go that dark <laughs> he plays Santa yeah. Claus now whatever Sa- he is Santa Claus yeah. he went from Bone Hump Tomahawk to Chris Kringle 
Ugh. Wow. Wild. Wow. Um, would you guys go on Survivor? Yeah. Have you auditioned before? I feel like um, you have. I have not, but I did make an audition video for one of my best friends, Kathy, um, for her to go on it. I've auditioned for Big Brother. I got a call back. Yeah? Yep. And then I've been thinking about sending in a tape for a Survivor. But Do it. I don't know. It, it's changed so much. Like the early seasons yeah. where we're talking, like no one would ever fall in a fire now, I feel like. No. Like it used to be like, this is about survival. And now it's almost just like a reality show. And then the background is the wilderness. But it's not right. like surviving isn't as big of a part of it anymore. It's yeah. more about. They have made it harder though. In the, the most recent season was pretty difficult. They've really? shortened the season. Yeah. To like 27 days. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Is Jeff Probst cool? I've heard really good things about him. Apparently, he vacationed with somebody that has a podcast who's famous, Busy Phillips, maybe. And they were, it's like where a lot of celebrities go. It's this resort. And apparently, like, it's an annual trip they take. And Jeff would gather all the kids one day and, like, leads them in, like, a pretend game of Survivor. Like, they wanted to. He didn't make them. But so he seems like a nice That's guy. Fun. He's very intense, though. Like, I don't know. He's richer than anything at this point yeah, but yeah, but yeah he's know. still in it it's been 41 seasons has he, has he ever done anything else i don't know what he did business? before i don't know how old he was when he i think he was i know julie chen was 29 when she started hosting big brother which is crazy god and yeah he was probably in his like early 30s when he started hosting it yeah so he's got to be early 50s now yeah he still looks great he's i've always he, loved he looks him. very similar the whole time i know sure. he really has i think he and i think he married somebody that was on survivor grooming nice i know yeah gosh but he's, he's one that seems so cool that the earth has ruined me and i'm like oh is he a sex creep i know, you know? yeah if he goes down i'm sure that's he has his moments hurt. not maybe not sex creep moments but you're so famous like but they did have some seasons where they separated the tribes by race yep race wars. So there's definitely been some weird <laughs> there's been some weird, weird things in that survivor had to be early. that was like it was i early. think it was sep- it was eight seven or eight wasn't it like well, it, how many teams was it? Four. Four. four it was like teams. white, black, Asian, and, and Latino or something. I don't know. It was that bad. Like it was. It so was. It was cringy very, to watch. Yeah. Wait, who won? <laughs> well, I they merged. Remember. They merged them, which is you know healthy. Well, eventually, yeah. But so, they really started it coming in hot. Are you guys rooting for a certain team in your head? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. It's no. Just like you know what? I'm gonna wait till the merge to decide who I'm rooting for. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I think I did watch that season when it first aired, and nobody thought anything up. Like we were just so no, back then. So yeah, naive. That's an interesting social experiment. Yeah, it's like they're really going different with this. Yeah, not great. Well, they did like men and women several times. They've done. Battle they did millennials sexes. versus Gen X. Yeah, yeah, they've done blood versus water. They've done I, like. What does blood versus water mean? I think it's just relatives versus people that aren't related. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty okay. regional. It's pretty random. Um, and then they also have done like uh, like brains versus brawn. Yeah, they separated. Th- yeah, there's like a lot of weird like ones. bodybuilders. And but stuff. some of the yeah. nerds are still pretty ripped. Yeah, they're probably yeah. like skinny cut kind of people. Yeah. Oh, like see, a, I which is better go, for those games. I wouldn't want people to see my body like that. I always wonder: Do they give like? It seems like they have access to some grooming stuff. While they do. Well, I thought about this. They have gotta brush their teeth. Yeah. Oh, good grooming. Yeah, Jeff Probst. Yeah, Jeff Probst is doing the grooming. That's why he got <laughs> yeah. his wife. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Hygiene and all yeah, that. yeah, because they have to. Because you're not seeing like a bunch of the girls don't all have like leg hair on their legs by the end not a t- no i mean i don't think they're necessarily shaving they're definitely brushing their teeth I about to say they're brushing their teeth because their teeth look very like throughout the whole season which is great they used to ugh, i know in like season two or three they would all share one toothbrush Ugh. oh i know 
Yeah. So, hey, but you know, then it's, it's your tribe. I mean, you're eating you know? the same stuff too. You know what I mean? Yeah. But see, the hard thing is because I don't <laughs> yeah, eat. That makes it fine. I don't eat fish. <laughs> they used so to have to eat like weird that. stuff in the challenges too. Oh, yeah. They don't yeah. really do that anymore. But it used to be kind of like Fear Factor sometimes. Yeah. Beetles would, it was and a it was a traditional like they it was like a every season they would do that challenge. Yeah. Ooh. Because yeah. I remember being like I could do this and then they'd get to that challenge like I can't do this. No, I wouldn't do it. Where I would quit. I gag when I drink a glass of milk. I hate milk, so I couldn't eat like a maggot or something. But you force yourself to drink milk anyway. No. No, my aunt and uncle used to when I would spend the night with my cousin. They would and, I would, and I would just be at the table like, drink, drink your milk, pal. Drink yeah. your milk. Drink I was like, milk. guys, can I just not do this, please? Turns out you were right. Not that good for you. There you go. Is it not that good for you? It's Re- just... Regular milk isn't. It's like, yeah. I, I drink know. a latte every day of my life with whole Re- milk. Ooh, my mom drinks whole milk. Do you really? Yeah. Okay. I think that... Uh, you think I'm a freak? Milk, <laughs> you, think, you, know, you think I got it. a problem? I, I didn't say it. For you a long did. time, milk had a very good publicist. That was like pushing the benefits of yeah, milk. Yeah, got milk. Got I, got I have milk. a framed Amanda Bynes got milk ad in my room. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and I, d- I framed it before she went down the cuckoo train. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's <laughs> nice. It's a great pick. You know what I need is Mary-Kate Nashley's. Did they Did have, have one? It? Yeah, but I don't have the actual they magazine. They got every night. celebrity. I think celebrities at some point thought it was like a humanitarian cause. Yeah, and it, it was right? like yeah. a cool rite of passage. I remember Hillary Duff's. I mean, everybody did like it. Like athletes it, all did it. It's yeah. not like UNICEF or Greenpeace or anything. No, it's Everyone's not like, for a cause. It's no. promoting milk. Yeah, I did think though, because I was like, I was like, wow, when I'm famous, I'm really gonna have to replace milk with something so I can do my got milk ad. Like, because I don't drink milk, you yeah, know. You can do but they would still ask milk. me to do it because I'd be so famous. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. I would, I would, I did spend like legitimate hours thinking about what You're I would. You're gonna do. have to Photoshop it on. Yeah. Yeah. They could, do, they would do that. They would figure it out for me. Yeah, but you'd be fine promoting something you hate. Oh yeah. Yeah. If it, for attention, anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do remember, I mean, you know, uh, our, our parents and older relatives, a lot of times get real mad at celebrities when they win an Oscar and then talk about anything, any oh, cause. Totally, right? yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix won the, for the Joker and talked about milk. Oh, that I it was, remember that. that it was, it was bad like or good. Murder, right? Yeah. He was like, these cows are Like suffering. milk is murder or whatever. Oh, geez. Dude, what an well, on-brand thing. That's one of those steaks. things that you're like, that's so weird. That was one of the first times I heard about like, oh, people aren't down with milk now? So wow. it, for awareness, it makes sense. Um, I would love nothing more than to hear him talk about something obscure like that. Like, <laughs> it'd be yeah, weird if he challenge. was like, you know, my mom, such a good influence on me. Like, I want to hear him talk about some weird stuff. Yeah, agreed. Like, he's always talking about weird stuff. That's like his exclusive conversation pieces. Yeah, he seems, yeah. He seems like a, a weirdo, but in a I cool just way. watched yeah, The Master yeah. that he's in. It's great. So creepy. Oh. He's amazing in it, though. Philip Seymour Hoffman's like a cult leader a little yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Amy Adams. Very good. Very Got strange. a long list of weird movies I need to watch. Yeah, that, one's, I mean, that was nominated for a lot of Oscars. Paul Thomas it. Anderson, oh, director. Okay. Yeah. The best. Uh, okay. Go ahead. Do you have something? I was going to say the first time I remember hearing about Pal. Oh, God. But what do you have? <laughs> well, go ahead. I want to hear that. <laughs> okay. Too. So I was going to say, you were one of the first comedians I knew about in Atlanta. I think I've told you this before, but I remember being at like my first open mic in 2016 and I wasn't allowed backstage because I wasn't a regular. Oh God, yeah. And so I'm sitting on the little aisle like in the showroom before the show starts and this girl sits next to me and she's going, oh, what are you here for? I'm like, oh, I'm performing. I'm like real nervous. And and she goes, oh yeah, I'm here because my friend is performing. Uh, you probably heard of him. His name's Pal Mansfield. Oh, and I was like, oh, no, I haven't heard of him. And she goes, you haven't heard of Pal Mansfield and you want to be in Atlanta comedy? Whoa. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, this? this guy, Pal, must be like the the main comedian in Atlanta. Jeez. And, but then I saw you and you were very funny. And I was just like, oh, he must probably, you know, 
famous. He's probably on tour. Oh. And so I, from the very beginning, have held you in very high esteem. Oh, that's so sweet. I wonder who that intense, intense friend was. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't remember. It was so long ago. That's hilarious um, but, and kind of embarrassing, but I'm into it. But yeah, but we were on a show together. Yes. At, on that night. Yeah, there we go. So and we, and here first, we are now. Yeah. 2016. That means you were there for my either first or second time on stage. <laughs> that's great. Oh, wow. I wonder glad, if I, I probably glad, watched. Glad you don't remember. I, yeah. Well, I don't really remember either. We probably met around the same time then. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Because I think you were newish to stand up. We had just became karaoke buds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We met in Highlands. It was all that, that yep. time. All in that mm-hmm. special place, Virginia. We met at karaoke, right? I think so. Yeah. If I remember, not, it would have been Atkins then karaoke. Yeah. I think you were there with David Perdue, and that's what I meant. Don't you. you love on podcasts when people just say words? Like yeah. Like local restaurants yeah. and things like that. Yeah. But everybody should come visit. <laughs> yeah. It's the karaoke bar. If people listen to the podcast, they know about it. English Nick. Y'all had the host yeah, had of the English <laughs> Nick on. Yeah. It always goes back to it. It always goes back to karaoke. Listen, it does. Uh, Pal's a, I mean, you win. You karaoke. Like, you got to be the one. Like, you come on stage and everyone's like, everybody stops it. their conversation. Yep. <laughs> they have changed. Pal's on. They have changed lyrics. You haven't heard of Pal? They have, <laughs> they have on the screen changed lyrics to songs to match. They changed it on the screen? Yes. Oh, that's funny. To match Pal's riffs. I just Wait, really? Yeah. I guess so. I do didn't you know want to change the, the one. Screen. What songs yeah. do you have your own versions of? Well, not that many, but I sing Tal Bachman, She's So High, and I get so excited when I'm up there that I guess I ch- lose myself and I change the... It's like Aphrodite is what they say in the song, and then one night I just said Ryan Seacrest for some <laughs> reason. I don't know why. I don't remember the first time I did it, but then I just keep doing it, and Nick would sing background and always sing it, and then apparently, yeah, they've changed on the screen. Yeah, he like does harmonies on it now. And even because you weren't there a few weeks ago when I was there and they played that song and Nick still sang it. Uh, And it was someone else. Yeah. That's amazing. You changed, (laughs) you changed the whole song. They're like, what the hell? (laughs) Yeah. What is, that's not in the song. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's not necessarily (laughs) the first thing I would want to be proud of, but it's a, it's something. You also change a couple other lyrics in there. Um, Usually. I don't remember. Mary Kate and Ashley. Yeah. That'll be thrown in there a lot. I'll sometimes we'll just start talking instead of singing. If I'm in a, fun mood yeah or a bad mood it's people okay. aren't listening sometimes people are just talking in the very front row and that during karaoke which like they can do whatever they want <laughs> yeah. i don't care but if i'm like you know depends on the night and i'll just say i don't know i've asked people to leave before <laughs> during your one song yeah. of the night you're like you know what you guys like, yeah. can y'all just go talk outside i'm right in the middle of verse two <laughs> so there's, as there's, if it was a ticketed show that you're the yeah, headline yeah, yeah, yeah. that's so funny oh, man. i have a reoccurring nightmare that i feel like you would relate to mm-hmm. how it would destroy you like it destroys me mentally. okay um, I have a nightmare that I walk into our karaoke bar uh-huh. and they hand me receipts of every dollar I've spent. Oh God. I thought about that too. Like it's, it's always, you can be like, Oh, I spent too much money last night at the bar, but seeing it added up over the last Forever? 10 years. Yeah. yeah. Horrifying. Right? Yeah. I started going in yeah, 2013. I mean, thousands of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. It's so stupid. Yeah, you could have had. I'm an, an you idiot. Could, instead of doing karaoke, you could have had a full time assistant all this time. Oh, yeah, or a, a, and big, a lot of things. Anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, I am currently in debt. Same because of karaoke. <laughs> what do you think of it? Yeah. Wow. But you know what? The good times worth the price. You know, what yeah. would you rather spend your money on than a good experience? Amen. Wow. Probably like cool no, house I should or just something. Drink at home, then go. That's the. Oh well, yeah, we yeah. could be smarter you could about be a it. I guess. Smarter. Yeah, because it Small is free. It, at the end of the day, it is free to sing. Yeah, 
you know? yeah. it's not free to buy yeah for those of you at home that are drinks. thinking oh i wonder how much it costs to do karaoke if they're spending all this money it's free it's, it's so free. free there's not a cover charge you don't have to pay to get on stage but i love bringing groups of new people if you don't go they don't know each other love merging friend groups and then it i'll is, be like everybody want to drink and i'll just it's a Honestly, place. for the amount of people that both of you bring in to that room, they should have a free, some sort something. of something for you guys, because you guys are they their do greatest a lot. advertisers. Don't we know it? It's true. Yeah, we're not bitter about it at all. No. It's okay. <laughs> um, who are, you, brought, you brought Trey Kennedy down there the other day. That's true. That's valuable. We've brought some some influencers down there. Yeah, yeah. I brought Bowen Yang and Matt Rogers there from... Really? Bowen from SNL yeah. and Matt from... Everything, yeah, their mm-hmm. podcast, La Culturistas, Las though? Culturistas, yeah. I brought we everybody. They had like fifty comedians on the show. That's how it the format is. And afterwards, of course, I was like, guys, well, I have the best place we got to go. Yeah. And they're like, I think they felt a little. They're like, okay, I guess we'll go. But yeah, <laughs> Bowen sang. There we go. What do you sing? I don't know. It was Wednesday. It was Soul Night when Luna was still hosting, and I I told her I was like, listen. Some really important people are coming. If they want to sing a song by a girl, please just let them. And yet, Bowen, I know Bowen sang a song by a girl. There's a rule that you're not allowed to do that. Yeah. For those that don't know. Right. Um, which I think I've talked about on every single podcast I've ever done. <laughs> and um, anyway, yeah, he sang something, but it was great. And then I sang Knock on Wood, the song, and he told me I had a great voice. Whoa. Yeah. So uh, he probably was just doing that so he could leave. Bowen sings, doesn't he? I've heard him <laughs> sing on Saturday Night Live. Some, yeah, they right? both do. Yeah. yeah. Both Matt and Bowen are, are singers. Yeah. There yeah. you go. So God bless. Who are your, I mean, I know this, but you you have some music idols. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, number one, probably got to be Diane DeGarmo. Of course. You know. We bonded over that too. Yeah. She's we did. Because well, you kind of know her. She, her and my sister were kind of friends a little bit. And yeah. She and she's Jenny Jennings and her, Christian Jennings, her sister, um, is friends with her too. I mean, it's uh, the world's emerging. You seem very unhappy for the people that no, get to be I'm friends just, with her. I'm getting nervous. I get so excited. <laughs> have you met her? Yes, I have. Um, three, four, five times. I was very young. <laughs> yeah, a lot. And now I do. I will sing her, or no, I'll put on touch tunes. I'll put her songs on the touch tunes. Um, and sometimes if I'm in a mood, we'll tag her on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So I've done that about probably a handful of times, five or six times. So she knows my name. It's probably not great. Because I mean, I am very persistent. But listen. I mean, there's a few of these. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who are some yeah, yeah. Uh, popular artists that know you from the internet as like raging fan? Um, actually Diane DeGarmo, uh, Colleen Ballinger, who's Miranda Sings. Yeah. But she follows me. So we're friends. We've been oh, friends cool. for a while. Um, who else? There's a lot. Um, I know a few. Okay. Who else? Caitlin Tarver. Uh, Caitlin Tarver. But we... T- we're fr- who is... What do I know Caitlin Tarver from? Kaylin Tarver was on American Juniors. It was the um, one season of American Idol for Kids. Oh. and But then she was on Big Time Rush, and now she's a singer-songwriter. Great music. Just had her debut album come out. It's so good. It is cool. really good. I, yeah, Aaron and her have chatted a little bit because the music's really good. She's coming to... You want to go to the concert? Yeah, she's opening for Johnny Swim. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, you want to go? At the Eastern, I think? It was, yeah, it's at the Eastern now. It was going to be a Buckhead Theater, but they've rescheduled it. But yeah, in April. I got to get my ticket when my tax refund comes back. Because right now, um, yeah, Caitlin Tarver, we'll DM a lot. Um, Have you ever interacted with the Olsen twins? No, but but I wonder if I can say. Well, I'll just say that say a comedian it. that we know. Uh-huh. I put one of the. I put Mary Kate Nash on my story the other day, and a comedian friend who lives in LA goes, "Did I text you and tell you that I was in the same room as them recently?" And I said, "Are you 
kidding, being kidding towards me right now <laughs> because you can't joke about this. She goes, no, I was at the comedy store during Bob Saget's like, I guess they had something for him at the comedy store after he passed away. Like a away. seance? Yeah. Yeah, or something. <laughs> and, and they're trying to bring him And Mary-Kate and Ashley were in the store, comedy store. She goes, they were smoking cigarettes indoors all night. And I was like, oh, so it's, it's close. And then I have a friend who was neighbors with their brother. And kind of, he has a crush on her. Um, but she doesn't, but she loves Mary-Kate and Ashley as much as I do. Yeah. And so I'm, they're close. But I also almost don't want to meet them because it, it, I don't think they'll be very nice. But that's kind of why they're so cool. <laughs> there is it's amazing to me that they're always together still. I know. Well they yeah, they have a huge they run a business, but yeah, they're always together. They're like still but do they think do you think they you probably know this, do they live together? No, they do not live together. Okay. Um I've also heard from people that had done movies with them or like friends with them, they're very funny. Like with their friends, apparently they're very humor I just wouldn't clock them as being no. you know, hilarious gals, but apparently uh, Ashley, I think, is who they said was really funny. Top three movies go. Um, Passport to Paris, Holiday and Sun, and third one could be anyone. Okay. Yeah. You got a strong yeah. first two. I said, there's a, the reason I majored in French and then studied abroad in Paris because of Mary-Kate and Ashley's feature film, Passport to Paris. Wow. So, Tour- tourism went up a lot. Oh, uh, yep. It's the best thing that ever happened to See, Paris. See, should, Paris should do something for them. It's like the Dark Horse karaoke for me and Aaron. Yeah, but yeah, for yeah. Paris. And Mary Kate Nashley. If I, they, put, I w- they put Paris on the map. Yep. Nobody nobody was going there before them. No, that tower <laughs> wasn't even there. No. Uh, you know, we want to use our podcast as a platform for people to speak their truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd love to give you this opportunity to speak directly to them. What, okay. What would you say yeah. to Mary Kate and also Ashley right. if they're in this room? And right feel now. free to look in the camera if you want to. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I forgot there's camera. Mary Kate Nashley. Hi. It's me, Paul. Um, I'm actually kind of glad you guys don't have Instagram or social media because wowie would I have DM'd them a lot. Um, <laughs> just going to say that going forward. Um, thank you for creating me. I do pray to you every night before I go to bed and I cross myself, Mary, Kate, and Ashley Olson. going to have to watch that on camera to see what I did. And um, yep, you really, this is your fault. Everything about me is your fault. So thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm pleased with the product you created in myself <laughs> most times. Amen. Amen. And amen. <laughs> See, I can't, I never need to meet them. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Uh, one of Pal and I's favorite things to do is if we see each other post a video being at a bar we know, uh-huh. we will play touch tunes from our houses so for funny. the other person. So, like, I'll, I post it from Dark Horse's lobby, or in the lobby. That's not like a hotel. <laughs> yeah. Main floor bar, you know, super chill, just with a couple friends. Uh, and next thing I know, Dino DeGarmo is blasting. So I texted Sal and I was like, you did this. Did, did you do this? So you can, you can now you log can. into another Touch Tunes anywhere in the country and play a song? Bar, yeah. But it used to not be able to. Like, it's a newish thing that you can. But yeah, I was in bed and laughing. I saw Aaron's story. I was just like looking at Instagram. And then I was like, this is going to be so funny. Because I played Awesome God. Uh-huh. Yeah, Rich Mullins, and we were singing that. So that's why I posted it. And then I was like, what? Watch this zinger that I'm about to sling up there. And yep, from my bed... In Buckhead, it was so funny. I just laughed, laughed, laughed with me myself. Is it I. just an app? You can just go on there and find all the different machines and yeah, play you heard? That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. I know. Amazing. It's that- a technology. And also, speaking of money, don't want to talk about the money that I've spent on touch yep. tunes. That, there's that's a, there's a new there's a new nightmare. That's really bad because <laughs> if, if you don't know touch tunes, it's like a jukebox, and you can digitally buy credits, and it's usually two credits per song, and it's you spend money to play songs. Yeah. If you were at home, you could just plug in the ox and play those songs for free. But nope, not me and Aaron. We will, we just like to control the the music. 
Yeah. And yeah. add to the, and enhance the experience for those we're, it's, that we're it's with. It's cashing in on people who want to have the ox cord at all times. Yeah. yeah. You have one to 10 beers. Yep. And you're obsessed with a song or like Caitlin Tarver's album comes out or mm-hmm. something. And you're Bro- like, everyone needs to hear Neon Moon. Neon Moon. I've, I've spent so much money making people listen to Neon Moon. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then it's fun because you'll get in touch tunes. I call them touch tunes battles because there's somebody else in the bar playing a song. And then they notice that you can skip people's songs, like pay more to play your song before theirs. Oh my God. So there's been some very passive aggressive interactions. You can pay extra to skip ahead of the line. Correct. Because it's usually what, just like, like, a, just like, like a in quarter, life, like one token is a quarter ish. Um, I, I don't know what or the breakdown cents, is. The, the least that you can buy to pay is like, I think $10 is the least amount. Right, right. But for one song to one play, song it's like probably, 50 cents probably. Yeah, probably like 50 cents. But if it's a long line of songs, you can click play next and it's like 10 tokens. So it's yeah, probably like yeah. three or $4. That would be the funniest thing for a bar fight to be about. I mean, I've gotten close. You skip me on touch tunes? Yeah. Yeah. Let's take this outside. Well, when we were obsessed with darts, you almost got in bar fights every night. <laughs> That's true, because people would get too close to us when we were playing darts. There needs to be a, 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 a divider. Beer. Yeah. But excuse, excuse me, trying to throw darts over here. Honestly, yeah. Aaron had to walk away at one point, because I was like, I just turned these people, and I was like, are you going to just encroach on, like, are you, <laughs> I don't know what I said, yeah. but, you know. He would, he would start talking trash to people with mini arrows in their hands. Yeah. It's <laughs> true. But, I mean, the way they were playing, they would never hit me because they had bad aim. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> well, yeah, darts was a phase. Wow. It's a good year. Yeah, I think we, we both bought like personal darts. Yep. I received darts as gifts. You guys I, have some really destructive habits. Well, <laughs> Darts? Yeah. What's wrong with darts? Expensive. Yeah. You look European. Huh? That's <laughs> a thing over there. Yeah. I mean, it's I fun. saw it in Ted Lasso. It was pretty cool. Mm. Yeah, darts was on Ted Lasso. Yeah, there was a scene. I, I thought know. it was about soccer. A whole big scene about it. A whole big scene. About it. The show's well, gotten less and less <laughs> stole about my soccer. Idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, darts. R.I.P. All uh, right, I'm gonna get the Touch Tunes app. Well, be careful. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm gonna is it, take out a loan. Do you get a membership like you you do two t- nine songs and then get your next Touch Free? No, but Aaron and I are on a secret club where we get rewards every week. Okay. You are right, or did you ever sign I mean, up for it? I did. What are the What are the rewards? It's not good for us. It's usually five. Well, uh, it's good for it's me. It's grooming. It is. I know, but like it incentivizes like, you to spend more. If somebody money. like the owner of a place that has a touch tunes in their establishment can they sign up for a thing where they get rewards every week for themselves, and then one of the nice people that we know that works at one of the bars with touch tunes was like, "Come over to the machine and signed us up for this bar rewards system." Yeah. So it's like five credits a week, or if you're lucky, ten credits. Wow. So I got in the end, credits. you end up spending more. This is it a lot. Makes you more addicted to it. Yeah. It's a lot of Touch Tunes info in this episode. It's like, it's like someone going around to high schools being like, hey, I'll give you, just because I'm so nice, I'll give you one full pack of cigarettes. Uh-huh. You're creating addicts. Right. Yeah. It's not right, for right. them. It's for you. Yeah. Give them a taste. It should be one of your First sponsors, actually. One of the real sponsors. Touch, Touch Tunes? Touch Tunes sounds like Do a fake sponsor. Media? I know. Do they have... And it's, I don't like the word touch music. Yeah. I've never really thought about it. So literally, but yeah, touch tunes. I don't love that. Yeah. Well, jukebox, you touch normally. I get it. I just think that I would have vetoed it if I was in charge. What would you name it? I would have named it. You still want the alliteration? I want whatever you want. I mean, turbo tunes. I like that. Music Uh, mayhem. Turbo tunes? Yeah. iTunes. Uh, Taken. (laughs) uh, Magic music box. Too uh, much Magic Mike. Juke City. That's kind of fun. Juke. Juke is such a fun one word. They should use juke in yeah. it. Yeah. But then maybe there's some sort of 
protection. That maybe it's big yeah, jukebox. Copyrighted. What does juke mean in terms of jukebox? Is juke a musical term? Yeah, how do they come up with that one? Or is it... I don't Because it so. used to be records right. originally, right? So jukebox. is it something with records? It's insane that I do everything for this podcast. Yeah, why don't you He's just Googling. research it while also mixing the sound, yeah. while also uh, somehow uploading this to the platforms. Oh, yeah. How does that even work? See, I got to figure that out, too, if I got to start a podcast. Yeah. I don't know. I just... Uh, jukebox, they have definitions. I don't know what juke means. I wonder... All right. Well, somebody write in. Let us know. Because if anybody knows where the juke originates... It's not French, I can tell you that. Or maybe it is, and I'm a bad French major for not knowing. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, speaking of music, I want to talk about your acapella group. But Ooh, yeah. Demented Pleasure, or something, what's it called? <laughs> Twisted Measure. That's You're close, right. so you got the rhyme going. <laughs> I went to Palace House one time, and there's a, a good two hours of him making me watch the YouTube It videos. is fun. Okay, <laughs> is, this a, two is hours. this a current Yeah, they're still around. It's in? Elon University's oldest acapella group. We were founded in 1999, and we sing Barefoot, Barefoot and Beautiful, is what we, were, we would say. Mm-hmm. And um, yep, I was in my acapella group. Uh, so many of my friends, my first boyfriend was in that group. Um, my best friends were in the group. I've been to weddings, acapella weddings. I was supposed to sing at the Liz's wedding. She was the president when I got into the group. And the she president was, of the acapella, of the acapella group. group. Okay, mm-hmm. sorry, I didn't know who know went that. Oh yeah, we got Hi. an exec board, everything. So she was the president, and she was getting married, supposed to in April of 2020, and like it was a couple of weeks before the wedding, and we were going to sing a Shania Twain song, all the acapella alumni. So she sent them the sheet music. Still and everything. the one? Is it still the one? I think so. Still the yeah, yeah, yeah. Still and one. because her her husband was in an acapella group at Princeton with Kat Cohen, mm. and um, anyway, so. Acapella runs deep, as you can see. But yeah, Twisted Measure, um, if you go on Spotify or Apple Music or wherever, um, I sing Baby One More Time on one of our albums. Oh, yeah, that's oh, very nice. good. Pretty good. It, it always seemed like y'all were fighting, like for the spotlight. Uh, yeah, it was very, it wasn't, <laughs> yeah, there was some drama. I took it very seriously. It was not, like thinking back on it, I'm like, oh, this is what I was putting my energy towards yeah. in college. And we all were. God bless. And I was I was only the treasurer senior year. I didn't really have any big responsibility. So is that the like the prince or is that no, kind of essentially the exec board? It's the you got your president, you got the business manager, and you got the music director, and then treasurer is kind of like the joke one. Yeah, because mm. it's like we're not dealing with a whole lot of money. What's the largely successful acapella movies that came out? Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect. How, how does the acapella community as a whole feel about those movies? Well, I remember when it came out, loved it. Yeah, but I, I joked. I was like, I actually dated somebody in my college acapella group. Uh, it was just like Pitch Perfect, except not as gay. And <laughs> <laughs> um, those, those, I love those movies though. The third one filmed here, and I auditioned to play a the a guy that kidnaps the acapella group, a fr- oh. French person. Wow, spoiler, a French person. I know. Yeah, French. Um, and that's perfect. That's your French two words colliding. Know. When yeah. I got the audition, I was I freaking out, and then he's a French comedian that steals. <laughs> that was in acapella. <laughs> And somehow did not book the job. And that's okay. I'm not bitter about it. Somehow. Somehow. So but Twisted Measure, Baby One More Time. Yeah. Google it. It's it's pretty good. I'm not going to lie. There's also a YouTube video of you singing that too, right? Oh, yeah. Like with my Wear I'm a Live Strong bracelet. Don't know why I wore that all throughout college. I feel like those kind of went away in like 06. Yeah. Well, he got caught cheating and everyone's like, oh, now I'm down for cancer. I was just yeah. like, I didn't want to like give up because people stopped wearing them. And I'm like, no, I'm going to keep wearing mine. Mm, so, ally, true ally. Yeah, you can just see it in the video. That's why I thought about it. Yeah, that. those got popular. Then everybody started just buying the different color ones. Yeah. didn't even say Live Strong. Yeah, there was a pink one. 
called that said punch out. I don't know if that was just for my school. It was punch for breast out? cancer, I think. Yeah. Oh, punch it, punch out the breast cancer. I guess, but I don't know. Wow. That's Doesn't, aggressive branding. Are booze, so we, are, are booze punching bags? Is that what we're saying? Punch I don't em. know, but I bought it from a fifth grade teacher. This doesn't sound great. <laughs> I didn't so even have bre- her. My breast cancer awareness company called Punch Out. I think she might have been into some weird stuff. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I guess it wasn't um, outside of the halls of Woodward Academy. But yeah, we had the pink ones and the yellow ones. She that's, went to a boxing gym one time, saw someone on the speed bag, and she was like, "That looks. Punch. That's what like I feel that's pretty what good. I want to do to the cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Wowie. All right. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, um, go ahead. No, I was. I don't have anything big to say. I, 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 I want to hear some more. I have more questions for Pal. Yeah. Because Hal's had er, Hal, <laughs> Hal. Yeah, I have a friend named Hal. We went to college together. He's working at Speed. Pal has. You've had many interesting jobs. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's true. Um, and I know of a few of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them, I know you have been a mascot. Yeah. Uh, for some brands. Yeah, more than more than once. What are some of the brands you've mascoted for? So most recently, actually, as early as last week, I um, w- dressed up in a puppy costume for none other than the Red Roof Inn. Oh. If, they so, have their mascot's a puppy. Yeah, his name's Rufus. And <laughs> Red Rufus, right? Red, Red Rufus. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> You're I, just now you learning. Didn't get it? <laughs> well, I don't I was thinking Red about Rufus. It. Yeah, I'm Red uh, that's that's me. Yep. And I don't know how new he is. It's going to be on their TikToks. Um they still haven't paid me. But also when I tell you, mascotting is the best paying job I've ever had till this day. So it's wow. great. And then before that I was a, a tooth mascot. So I'd go to preschools convincing children to brush their teeth. Yeah, and um, that actually that job actually came through my agents. What's that a mask like the Toledo Teeth? Is that an NHL team? So? T- oh, I don't know. No, what is it? I don't. It was a it was a mascot for a dentistry. Oh, yeah. So like a private practice. Yeah, dentistry. but it's very popular like north of Atlanta. Everybody knows who Tebow is. It's like a chain dentistry. Tebow. T e b o. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, like the not Tim. No, he's no. unassociated. Tebow the tooth, and so I did that for about three years. And then it would be me and another and an actor who would like talk because I was obviously not encouraged to speak in the tooth costume to be a little traumatic for the mm. kids, you know. And um, <laughs> so every but every person that did it with me was an actor with who had the same agent as me. And they're all so successful. Like one of them is on has been on Stranger Things on Outer Banks. The other is like on a Fox show right now. And then here's me still mascotting it up doing stand up for Tens of dollars. <laughs> so my time's coming. But yeah, mascotting. I worked at a Christmas ornament store recently. I'm going to go back there in March for a couple of days. Um, I sold uniforms for my private school and high school. Um, Uber driver, of course. Lots of weird jobs. Yeah. So, you know, we're just out here hustling. It makes for some very good stand-up material having it, jobs like that. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. It, y'all go see Pal at one of his shows. His bit about being a tooth is uh is fantastic. Thank you. It has the it, things that children say to you. Yeah. Yep. Like <laughs> there was one time the this little um demon girl came up and my coworker usually is supposed to like secure a perimeter so that because I have no mm-hmm. peripheral vision in this thing, so I really can't see. Like one wrong move and they could, you know, go flying. And so one time this girl came up and started like three or four years old, started yanking on the tooth costume. Okay. And then yelling, is it a boy or girl inside? Is it a boy or girl inside the costume? <laughs> and, uh, you know, I say in my stand-up that I'm not a stranger to that question. Yeah. <laughs> um, it kind of brings me back to third grade. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then one time they yelled, the boy stood up and was like, that's not a tooth. There's a man in there. And I was like, just honored that he called me a man, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, kids, one time somebody 
And my coworker goes, all right, so how many days, times a day do we brush our teeth? And a kid just yells, 2017! Because that's what year it was. And I don't know what came over me, but I burst out laughing in the costume. And like my coworker was like, oh, no. And the kids were like, what was that? But it was so funny. How many times a day do we brush our teeth? 2017 just really got me. Yeah. <laughs> we got a loose tooth. Yep. The Lucy, yep. And it's me running around your preschools. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Where can people find you? Um, online, the, obviously the Red Roof and TikTok. Uh, red, yeah, I haven't even seen them yet. I need to see if they posted them. But yeah, Red Roof and TikTok. Um, yeah, that's kind that's of the, lowest. That's the main place. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Please support my art there. <laughs> um, Instagram at Powell Mansfield, and I'm on TikTok at Powell Powell Powell. <laughs> it's Powell Powell Powell. Yeah, that's great. don't you like that? Very good. Um, and yeah, Twitter. You know, and then yeah, my eventual podcast. Who knows? Someday soon, a pleasure to have in class. Yeah. Let me know if that's a good title, your your listeners, because y'all got a good title over here, so I just need a good title, and then I'm ready to go. I've told you, you've had five titles where I'm like, that's the one. I know. Like, no. This one, though, it comes with a good concept, too, because you does. can start out talking about the I same need, like, thing. a springboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can just picture the photo that you'll use. Right. With the title. Yeah, I love a good photo it'll, shoot. It'll sell itself. Yes. But Sorry Me Again was the one. Yeah, that's Sorry. what Aaron really Sorry likes. Me Sorry again. Me Again. But that's like, what <laughs> is that podcast about? Nobody knows. Yeah, that's kind of like ours. Um, yeah. <laughs> no that's one true. knows. We don't know. Um, but it's very fun. Uh, thank you for being here. It's a pleasure what? to have been here in, in class. Twisted Pleasure. Yeah. Twisted Pleasure. Twisted Ooh. Pleasure. Um, what is your email sign off? What do you put right before your name? Oh, I hate it. I... I've been saying warm regards for years. <laughs> warm regards? Yeah. Well, what Some is, grandma-ish. What, what possessed you to be? My high school chorus teacher did it. But now, I'm, I'm, but now I've changed it because I realize that it's, it's been so automatic. But now I think I'm going to start saying all the best because I like that one. All the best. All the best. Yeah. Best bad. is a little too informal. And then like sometimes I'll say talk soon, but that's a little bit too much pressure. <laughs> and then thanks just isn't fun enough. So all yeah. the best. Mm-hmm. All the best. Well, uh, warm wishes, pal. <laughs> Thank you. Warm Thanks regards to you. All Warm the best. regards. All the best. Bye. No worries if not.